Welcome to Love Punch, challenging entrepreneurs, artists, and thought leaders to make a lasting impact. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to take bold action and create massive impact through a powerful process that I call CPR. Courage, persistence, and resilience to go after what you really fucking want. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready and let's make shit happen. Hello, everyone. I am super excited today because it is conversation day. Now, while other podcasters call these things interviews, I prefer saying conversations because that's what this is. It's an intimate conversation between two people about real shit that matters. Now, today's conversation is with my best friend and soul sister, someone who makes me laugh to no end and has supported me through some of my toughest times, Danielle Mercurio. Now, Danielle and I met in September 2014 at Gabby Bernstein's first ever Spirit Junkie Masterclass live in New York City. Danielle and I were living really different lives back then. She worked in corporate, which sounds totally weird coming out of my mouth right now because I just can't see her that way anymore. And I was running a boutique social media marketing company. Since then, we've both had our share of breakdowns and breakthroughs, all of which have led us to lead totally different and truly purpose-driven career paths. So moving on to her professional bio, Danielle Mercurio is on a mission to help people nail down their purpose so they can start living the fabulous life they were meant to. She's a mindset and business coach, comedian, astrologist, and yoga teacher, Being totally obsessed with self-help and entrepreneurship, Danielle utilizes these concepts to create awareness and clarity in a tangible and practical way. She's described as the ultimate reframer while having a witty, down-to-earth approach. And yes, folks, she is witty. Danielle draws upon her own journey of self-discovery and leaving her safety net behind to build a successful business and live a life that she's in constant awe of. Danielle has spoken across the country, including at my event, empowering people back into their greatness by igniting their truth. She's also starting to bring comedy into the self-help space with one of her with her one woman stand-up show, Gypsy Unplugged, and her upcoming podcast series, Gypsy After Hours. So without further ado, hey Danielle. Hi, Ruby. Thanks. Um, thanks for that amazing shout out. And thanks for the reminder that I'm releasing a podcast. Totally forgot about that, but it sounds awful. <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing that podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, let's put that back on the to-do list. <laughs> well, cool. today we're going to be discussing spiritual bypassing and why it's a huge no-no for leaders. So, Danielle, I want to ask you, first of all, what the fuck is spiritual bypassing? 
What the fuck? Yeah. So spiritual bypassing, what essentially uh, it is, is when an individual kind of enters into the spiritual or self-help world. They're in some kind of phase in their life where they're looking for more meaning. There is something that is ready to be healed. And so the beauty of being in a spiritual container is that there is an allowance for that to happen. Now, what's happening, though, is that people are staying in the warm, cozy, spiritual self help bubble, that they're not actually moving past the healing. And so what spiritual bypassing is, is essentially is being caught up in the spiritual realm without taking any call to action. Mm. So basically it's people avoiding their own shit. Yes, but... (laughs) You're, you're, it doesn't feel like you are because you're drawing upon the light and you're constantly, you know, going to, to self-help workshops and seminars and listening to the podcasts and pulling your angel cards and meditating. And we're constantly in the, the realm of it. And so it seems like we're, we're working on ourselves, but really we're working on staying status quo. Interesting. Because we see this so often nowadays, right? Especially with the rise of the personal development world and the spiritual, you know, development and everybody getting into this zone and then bypassing like what their own personal responsibilities are or like even avoiding dealing with what's actually really painful or these unresolved wounds because they're just obsessing over these spiritual practices and beliefs, Absolutely. And that's, that's a real problem, right? I mean, I think, you know, spirituality is the gateway to healing. However, what's happening is people are kind of entering into this gateway, they're entering into this room. And partly it's they're seeing, okay, I can bring all this awareness up, I can understand now why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. But instead of actually making a change, a habitual pattern, a actual, um, call to action, as I was saying before, what's happening is, is we're just staying in the container of learning more about why. Why do I need to be healed? Why am I stuck? Why do I keep doing the things that I'm doing? And we're constantly seeing mm-hmm. those hits of awareness, but the hits of awareness are only relevant if we actually do something about it. Right. So they, they just continue to do this like study type of work where they're not actually implementing or integrating anything. They're just studying everything, learning all angles of things, but not putting it into action. Exactly. And it puts them in this really rapid cycle of just nothingness. Honestly, it gets to a point where it's not relevant anymore and it's actually not healthy. And we're using this kind of self-help stigma as a way to uh, make it seem like we have it all together. Oh, I'm working on myself this weekend or, oh, I'm going to this, you know, uh, this seminar or I'm going to this retreat. But when we leave the retreat, when we leave the workshop, is anything really being done or are you just going back to your everyday life and then looking for the next hit? And part of that is is taking ownership within our own selves. But I also believe that many teachers and leaders in the community need to step up and take responsibility for this also instead of allowing people to stay in the container with them. Mm, yes. So much yes to that. I, I think that that is something that's so important to call out is that there are a lot of leaders out there who are enabling their tribe or their following to spiritually bypass their shit. And they're not spending enough time enforcing the action piece, right? Like that's the piece where we 
actually fully integrate the work. And that's the piece that's being avoided. So we have all these people that are just stuck in this cycle, uh, you know, who turn into like workshop junkies or self-help junkies, but they're not really changing. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I, it, it was so alarming to me when I really realized it was happening. You know, when I first um, went on my own path of, of self-help, and of course, I'm always evolving and shifting and, you know, creating new awarenesses in my life that uh, become opportunities to heal. Um, but when I first started doing that, it was my intention to, to, to heal this shit. Like when I first, you know, eight years ago, when I really started working on myself and really looking under uh, what was under the hood, so to speak, I was like, I want to figure this out so that it's not an issue in my life anymore. So it's not mm -hmm. a problem. So it's not a pattern. And then that's what led me to want to be a coach because my belief that a coach is an individual that, you know, really creates effective change in someone's life and then sets them free. Doesn't mm -hmm. keep them with them. Yeah. Doesn't create the codependency. Right. And so I, I, you know, and so that was the beauty of this community. And then what happened was I started to get more into the spiritual world and I kind of got caught up in the workshops and the classes. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> And the, I got to pull my tarot cards every single morning and, you know, constantly listening to Abraham Hicks and, and, you know, needing to read my horoscope. And it was almost like I was just letting all of these tools enable, enable me from moving forward. And, mm. and then I realized that, you know, there was a fear that maybe I was teaching that as well. Right. Yeah. And that's a real fear because, Often we as leaders, we can get caught up in this too. You know, we can get caught up in this shit and it's easy when it's all around you. And to be honest, like sometimes the hard stuff, like doing the work and facing our unresolved wounds, like that stuff can be so hard that we just avoid it and we bypass it. And that if we bleed that onto our clients, we're just creating this whole other generation of codependency and spiritual bypassing, which isn't benefiting anyone. So Danielle, when you first started noticing spiritual bypassing in your life, how was it really impacting you? Well, what it was doing, to be honest with you, it was, it was, I guess the, the biggest thing that I was noticing more than anything, it was actually keeping me from accomplishing the bigger picture dreams that I had in my life, not mm. just in my business and not just in my own self growth and personal development, but in, in other areas such as, let's say, dating and my health, right? Like I was not taking care of my body. I was not putting myself out there when it came to what I was looking for in my like romantic and intimate relationships because I felt like I had to be so dedicated to my spiritual purpose. But really what was happening was, is I was creating a comfort zone around it. And my comfort zone mm -hmm. was show up for the spiritual experience and cry and have all the feelings and have the breakthrough <laughs> and then do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again until I started to look back and I was like, what am I really accomplishing here? What is really moving forward in my life? Am I making progress? Yes. Am I going backwards? No, but it's nowhere near what I know I'm capable of, especially when I make a decision in my head. When I say this is going to move forward, so be it, then it is. And it does require that level of work and that discomfort and that having to do things where you can't just be all like, oh, don't worry, like universe has your back or whatever you want. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I think that, that that's where the codependency comes in, right? Is we become far too dependent on a higher power. Like I am all about a higher power. I believe in a higher power. I talk about a higher power with all my clients, but there is this fine line where, you know, you can have the higher power in your life as a tool, as a way um, to instill faith and, and that ability to move forward. But then there's this when you cross that line, you get into codependency and you start to depend on the universe or God to do the work for you. And that's not how shit works. You know, we can't sit here and expect God or the universe to do it for us. We have to go through the motions. Absolutely. It's, it's paralyzing when we try to make, so to speak, the universe, you know, work for us. When I first learned about the law of attraction, I was like, awesome. All I have to do is like, think really hard about what I want and the universe will manifest it for me. Great. And <laughs> I learned very quickly that it didn't work that easily. And um, I love your point of, yeah, it's not a codependency. What it, well, it can be a codependency, but what it should be is a co-creation. You are mm-hmm. co-creating with something greater based on the energy that you put forth, your determination, your mindset from that space, something greater than you can come in and lift you up from there and support your endeavors and make shit happen. But it's not the other way around, unfortunately. Yeah. And I love that. It's co-creation. And I think even for our listeners, like if you can just start to think of it that way as you are co-creating with the higher power, you are co-creating with God or the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, this is co-creation, which means You've got to pick up the pen and start writing your story. You've got to take action. It's up to you. You cannot just sit here and depend on things to just fall into your lap because that is not the way life works. You know, and the law of attraction is a perfect example of that. You've got so many people teaching the law of attraction and we've created this like horde of people trying to manifest their dream life. But these people are just sitting on their asses doing nothing. And maybe it's some of you listeners listening in right now, like, sorry, that's not how it works. You've got to start taking action. So Danielle, what are some of the signs that, um, people are actually spiritually bypassing their shit? Like for our listeners who are wondering, wow, am I actually spiritually bypassing? Like what are some of the signs they can look for? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing to realize it's, it's when you're wondering if you're spiritually bypassing, it's kind of like needing to order something off of Amazon and not putting in your order and thinking it's going to arrive at your door. Right. So (laughs) if I need, you know, whatever, I mean, we can get anything we freaking want on Amazon. Right. But like, you know, if I, if I, there's a new book I want and I'm like, Oh, I really want this book. And I can see myself reading it. I can see myself curling up by the fire, reading it page by page. I know that I can read this book. Right. And that's what we do. When we're manifesting, we, we visualize it, we experience it. But if you never place your order, I'm sorry, that book is not going to come. Maybe, is there a slight chance that maybe somehow somebody will be like, oh, Danielle, I saw this book and I thought of you here. <laughs> yes, that's possible. But wouldn't you rather just speed it along and order the book yourself and, and receive it, right? And so mm-hmm. if you're noticing that you have all these demands, but you're not really placing your quote unquote order, um, that may be a sign that you're spiritually bypassing. So if you're having um, long stretches of visualizations and, and meditating in the fantasy, but you're realizing that none of it's coming to fruition, I want you to really take a hard look at 
what you're doing to put that into action, what you're doing to put the the pieces together. So if there's something mm-hmm. you really want, I do believe that you need to sit and visualize it and really get clear on how it could feel and how it could be a part of your everyday life. But then mm-hmm. from that perspective, what are you willing to do? How are you willing to show up for it? What are the small steps that you can take now to move things forward? The thing is, not spiritually bypassing is actually really unsexy. It's sexy to realize. <laughs> it's sexy to dream out the possibilities. It's really attractive to go astral planning and mm-hmm. be, you know all of your desires in front of you. But the the foundational grounding pieces aren't very sexy. They're not very attractive. And so um, when you're realizing like I haven't really done any work per se, all I'm doing is chasing a dream, then you might be spiritually bypassing. Mm, such good information. And you're right. Like it isn't always sexy to do the work because that's when we're like sweating and putting in all the effort and shit doesn't always go our way and things are really tough and it's really hard, but that's the level of effort that is required to like bring that vision that you have to life. You know, as, as a leader, we're here to, as leaders, we're here to create an impact. We have big visions, but if you're just stuck in that visualization phase and you're spending the majority of your day visualizing, journaling, meditating, like Danielle said, but not really doing anything to move your vision forward or bring it to fruition, that's a fucking problem. So, I mean, I guess the bottom line is, is like, if you're spiritually bypassing, you need to start taking more action, really. Yeah. Start taking more action. Find someone that that you can work with that can hold you accountable to what it is that you want to do and someone that will really hold you accountable. Not hold you accountable to to another journaling session. Hold you accountable to taking action, taking those small steps. Sometimes that involves confronting people, which can be really uncomfortable. We have to ask Mm -hmm. for what it is that we want and not just ask for it in our dream space. We have to ask for it in our real space. And that's where it can be really scary and vulnerable. So you do need to have support and you do need to have someone by your side, but making sure that they understand your intentions and they know how to work with you in a way that will help you get to that place that you desire, whether it be from a manifestation perspective or a healing component. Mm, And I love that you mentioned that, like, we can't just ask in our dreams or in our visualizations, like we have to ask in real life. And I feel like most of the time when people do that, it's because they're scared, right? They're scared of of being turned down or hearing a no or not hearing the, the answer that they want. But asking the questions in dream state or in your visualizations, I mean, that's not going to get you the things that you want or to where you want to be. You've got to ask in real life. And so it's, you know, it's almost like spiritually bypassing is like living in this dream state mm-hmm. where you're just constantly in that spiritual world and not really grounding yourself in real life. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I'd say like what we do when we're spiritually bypassing is only like 15% of the process. But for some people, it's like 90 to 95% of, of how they approach self-help. And it's right. out of whack. Okay, so let's address those people right now. So those of you who are listening, who are like, oh, shit, I think I'm spiritually bypassing in my life. What tips can you offer to help our listeners put an end to spiritually bypassing their shit? Well, I want you to take ownership of how you're feeling when you react to it. So for me, when I realized it was happening, I got really mad. And I'm, I'm not 
actually a very angry person. I don't really react that way to things, but it was interesting when I realized that I was doing it. I got mad. I got mad at myself. I got, I, I pointed the finger at people. I'm not going to lie that I felt, mm-hmm. um, led me a certain way. Of course, I don't ever blame anyone when I'm pointing, you know, if you're pointing the finger at someone, you need to turn it around and point it yourself and see why you allowed that person to do that. So for me, what I had to do first was just let myself feel how I was feeling in reaction to what was happening and look at, you know, what was being presented to me, the people that I was allowing in my life and start to get clear on how I could reverse that and start to get clear on why I was letting it happen. And so for me, I realized that a lot of my spiritual bypassing was because I didn't have to address some of the issues I was having with my body, or some of the issues Mm -hmm. I was having with being single. And so and even some of the issues with how I was moving forward my business. And so I'll, you know, I, I really recommend you just allow yourself to feel how you need to feel and explore why you think you've or believe you've allowed um, this bypassing to ensue. And from that space, get really clear on how you would like to see your personal development and growth move forward from here. How can you take some of the spiritual components that you really do love and appreciate and blend them with something that feels more efficient, more sturdy, more responsible going forward when it comes to your growth and what it is that you're evolving and changing in your life. I absolutely believe in manifesting. I absolutely believe in calling in what you want. Mm -hmm. But with that, again, there's that co-creation factor. And there is that sense of, okay, how can I be responsible about this? How can I bring in some integrity? And how can I be really honest about what I was avoiding to look at? So it's a process, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely one that, that has layers and that you need to just take the time to kind of navigate yourself and be really uh, honest with yourself along the way. Yeah. So important to be brutally honest with ourselves and, and really take ownership or like, I like to say, own your shit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so for those listeners who are saying like, shit, I'm spiritually bypassing, take Danielle's advice to heart and put it into action today. And in fact, like just start taking action, start asking yourself, what are you willing to do to get out of that, I mean, it's like a loop, right? You're in this loop of spiritually bypassing. What are you willing to do to get out of that and create an actual shift so that you can then start co-creating with the universe or with God or whatever it is that you believe in and take back control of your life? Because I think that's the other thing too, right? Is people forget that they have control. They, You have control. Like you have control in your life. Stop trying to give that control away to a higher power or to your spirituality and take no ownership for the power that you do have to create and design a life that truly feels good. You know, I think it's really important for people to rise up in their power and take the steering wheel and drive wherever you want to fucking drive. (laughs) I want to go, just not off the bridge. So yeah, (laughs) please. Again, responsibility, right? Um, But you wouldn't do that, right? So why are we doing that with with other things? So I'm so glad you brought up that piece of taking ownership and believing in yourself, because I think sometimes what can happen um, with certain teachers or programs, um, we can, we get a little bit of spiritual guilt. You know, I I used to have Catholic guilt growing up and then it morphed into Mm -hmm. spiritual guilt. Be like, oh no, I didn't meditate today. What's going to happen to me? I would have those thoughts. And it's like, 
nothing's going to happen to me. If I didn't meditate today, there might be a good reason for it. Or maybe there's not. Either either way, I, I have the decision to take ownership of how I want to move it forward. If I didn't meditate today, the universe isn't going to punish me, but I'm going to explore why. Maybe I just didn't feel like it. And if that's the case, I'm okay with it. Maybe I was avoiding it. If I was avoiding it, I'm going to explore why that is. But it's not because I'm scared or fearful that you know, some like God or, or a universe is going to, you know, spite me because of it. Yes. And I'm sure that resonated with a lot of our listeners, you know, especially those who have grown up with religion. And I mean, this could be a whole other, maybe I'll just have to have you back on so we could do a whole other topic on religion and spirituality and how it affects us growing up. But, you know, something that I learned in my religion as raised Sikh is that, um, you know, our guru has always told us that God is always within us. So we don't need um, yeah. to go somewhere. We don't need altars. We don't need to have pictures of, of our gurus in our homes because God is always with us. And that's something that I've always taken to heart. And, you know, there have been times when I was very early in this spiritual journey where I felt guilty. Like I'd be like, shit. I didn't meditate or I didn't journal. No wonder I'm having such a shitty day. And then I totally forget the power that I have to change those or shift those shitty feelings into feelings that feel better. You know, like we, again, it's like that codependency. If I, if I meditate, then I'm going to have a great day. If I don't meditate, then my day is going to be shit. And that's not the case. Like you still have control. So I'm happy that you brought that up. It's so important. And especially for those who have been raised with some sort of a religion that has, um, you know, taught them this very black and white way of living. Like if you're good, then this happens. And if you're bad, then this happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not the case. And that's, yeah, that's such a big part of spiritually bypassing too, is that, that self-punishment. Right. And it's an awful cycle. It, it sucks. Why, why are you guys punishing yourselves? <laughs> or like, yeah, if something doesn't happen the way you thought, just putting blame on, oh, well, I probably didn't think the right things or, <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, it just, it may not have panned out that way because what if, you know, something greater is waiting for you or something, you know, just wasn't meant to happen. It wasn't because of anything you did. And so I think we need to lessen some of the judgment we put on how we, navigate through our spiritual path and realize that some of it is just unknown and it's okay because you know that's but that's where patience comes in i think sometimes um there's a there's a lot of impatience that we have in our life no matter how you're showing up everyone can say that they have some impatience and because of that impatience we try to ramp up the process by mm. calling upon the universe and then if we don't call upon it just right then we did something wrong and maybe that's not the case maybe it just wasn't your time yet Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't actually do the work. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you didn't yeah. take the action yeah. steps. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's more than just thinking thoughts. Maybe it's doing things. Right. So, wow. Like what an interesting topic. And I feel like it's one that is so important in this day and age, especially with the rise of personal development, spiritual development, which in turn has given rise to all of these, uh, you know, personal growth leaders and leaders in spiritual growth. It is our responsibility as leaders to not fucking spiritually bypass our bullshit. Mm -hmm. It is our responsibility to own our shit and take responsibility and really demonstrate what it's like to live 
in a co-creative relationship with the universe and with God. So for all you leaders out there who have just been called out on spiritually bypassing your shit, stop, stop and start demonstrating the healthier way, the way that will actually help you create the impact that you're here to create by owning your shit, taking responsibility, owning your power and taking real action. Is there anything else, Danielle, that you'd like to add? I mean, I think the biggest component is to realize that, you know, again, we're not knocking spirituality here. And I, I want you to have a spiritual practice if, if, you know, that's what you're called to have. But I want you to integrate it in your life in a way that feels really good and feels like it could be a juicy side piece to what you're here to do. Okay, you are not, you know, here to just work on your spiritual path every day, you're actually here to work on your human experience. And as part of working on your human experience, it means having to deal with the good, the bad, the ugly. But as that juicy Mm -hmm. side piece, you get to have the universe that is here for you. And so when people say the universe has your back, I can say it in that case. Yes, it does. God, universe, higher power does have you your back. I want you to trust that. I want you to know that. I want you to know that you are safe to move forward with the things that you feel called to move forward with, but you have to do the moving. You have to create that momentum. And when you do that, you will have that support. You will have everything you need, but doing it backwards creates a lot of confusion, a lot of stress, a lot of financial despair and, and overall, you know, discontent. So um, I just want you to, to realize that spirituality can be a part of your life. It can be an amazing, spectacular part of your life. It's one that I'm grateful for every single day when I look at my relationship with higher power. But we had, you know, we, we, we had a little, little drift in the road, you know, and that's normal, <laughs> right? Like, first, we had a little misunderstanding, we weren't, we weren't communicating properly. And then once we got back on track, it's beautiful again. So um, I encourage you to just kind of look at what your relationship is with your higher power. And maybe you guys need to communicate a little differently. And maybe you need mm-hmm. to get back on on track in your own way. And I encourage you to do so and just realize you're safe in the process. Mm, so so good use spirituality as a tool and not a crutch people it's a tool not a crutch yes so at the end of every episode i like to offer my listeners a love punch a bold and punchy mantra to kick their ass into gear so danielle i am turning the tables onto you for today's episode what is your love punch oh snap okay so this is like where you got me with the whole i gotta do a podcast thing so (laughs) i'm like oh wait gypsy after hours what okay so my juicy love punch for all of you is realize that the way that your life will expand to its fullest capacity is when you allow yourself the permission to explore the good the bad and the ugly And once you do that, you will realize that you will have everything you want, but you've got to get through that little bit of challenge, that little bit of conflict. And once you do, you get to surge to the next level and it's juicy and it's gorgeous and it's everything you want. So don't be afraid to realize that you have full permission to take full, complete ownership of what it is you desire. And from that space, your expansion and your capacity to receive will be tenfold. Mm, so good. So good. 
Danielle, thank you so much for joining me for a powerful conversation on spiritual bypassing. Tell our listeners how they can stalk you online. Hey, I love stalkers. I really do. <laughs> um, and I've been saying that for a really long time and real life ones haven't manifested in my life. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so my website is my name, daniellemercurio.com. Um, most of my, my social media handles follow under that as well. I love Instagram and Instagram stories. So you can find me there um, at Danielle Mercurio. And don't be afraid to reach out. I try to respond to everybody's messages and emails and, and just hear what you're thinking, what you're going through and, and allow you to feel heard. Yeah, you are actually one of the best at that, I must say. Dan, you know, if you, any of you want to reach out to Danielle, please do so. She is super engaging on social media and she's very loyal to her tribe. So, to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Love Punch, where I'm challenging thought leaders, artists, and entrepreneurs like you to make a lasting impact. If you vibe with this episode, share it with a friend and don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you're feeling a little extra love, I'd truly appreciate a review on iTunes. Join me back here next week with a new episode of Love Punch.